Growing up with a cane pole in his hand Like a fool of tram sitting down by the street That leads him to the corpus play Give him a shotgun to please his mind Give them quail a few reasons to fly Living in the city just ain't for me I want to go back to the country Take me to Texas I want to go down that open road Take me to Texas I want to see how far this country goes Take me to Texas I want to go down that open road Take me to Texas I want to see how far this country goes Fill up your coffee cup, put the dog on the porch, and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with TJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead and I'm going just as fast as my feet. All right. Welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. I'm TJ Granny. That is Cody Ryan. Beefsteak is not in the house, but Road Rash is road rash is the ranch hand that gets here early you guys are the regulators without you this show would not work we appreciate you being here listening to us on the outdoor zone radio network this is the outdoor zone the number one outdoor show on radio track us at the outdoorzone.com and all our social media podcasts and all those places just hit the outdoor zone and you'll find us. Hey, one of the things that uh, I noticed when I was traveling back and forth from New Mexico this week uh, on the road driving, I noticed a ton of camper trailers and RVs. Yeah. And some of them, I'm talking, holy cow, they were huge. House on wheels, baby. Forty uh, uh, footers. I was 45. It made me. And then behind. So it's a truck pulling a trailer, pulling a, you know, Jeep or something. Right. I'm like, holy camoly. This is a lot of. You didn't see any. uh, I mean, you saw uh, you saw big, big trucks pulling them or just trucks like ours. Well, I saw all different flavors. I mean, and I yeah. the some of the ones I saw like the little camper. So we have a little camper. It's a little four wheel, um, but it's probably twenty footer, um, sixteen, eighteen, maybe twenty. I don't think it's twenty, but it's a small little one bedroom, and uh, yeah. it's it's nothing fancy, but it's super clean. And you know, I keep it under a cover and take good care of it. And where everything works on, it's great. Uh, not a brand new one; it's an older model, but it's in mint condition or great condition. And anyway, I just was amazed at how many rvs and you you know i mean you drive by an rv lot a lot of them some of them on the side of the interstate and then they've got 150 units sitting out in their for sale lot and um and then having dinner over at y'all's house last night and uh and you guys were talking about a, a little trip you guys come have coming up where you actually there was an app and you guys went on this app and you could look at all these people's RVs who rent them out 
Right. Yeah, we uh, we actually are going. We're, we're going to pick it up today. The wife has this crazy idea of selling everything and living in an RV full time. In one sense, people sounds, do it. And I know people do it. So we're going to uh, we're going to venture a good uh, forty five minutes outside of town and live <laughs> in one for two weeks and just test it out. But. Really, I've got some work stuff to do uh, out in Bastrop here. Actually, I'm going to be guiding on a on a kids' fishing camp um, during the week in the mornings, and then it's over uh, midday. So if I need to come back into town for anything uh, work related or otherwise, uh, I can. But yeah, we're going to live in an RV. We rented an RV. We're going to park it in Bastrop for two weeks, and I'm staying there. She's she. I told her and she, her and the baby uh, have full reign to come back, come and go, as, as they come need. and go as they please. But I'm gonna live in that sucker for two weeks, and and I guess you know it'll be good. It'll be a good test to see, you know, if she does go back home for any extended period of time or makes it out there two weeks. You know, that'll kind of be the telltale sign of. We're not renting. I told her when we were looking at buying them, I said we wouldn't buy anything less than a 40-footer. I mean, I want the biggest, baddest, you know, I want a fifth wheel, the big Oh, my dudes. gosh. They're, they're out if there. If you're going to do it full time, you got to have. I know. Just makes it just, just seeing people pulling them around. And I know you're like a, you're like a tow guy. You yeah. pull a tractor, you pull your boat, you you and I and I'm not afraid of towing something, but it just to me I don't just know. Just use your mirrors, man. That's all you gotta do. Just use your mirrors. You tow anything. I tow spaceship, man. I, <laughs> I tow spaceship. I don't care. Give hook it up. So R V living you got two is, five eighths inch ball or just two and a half. Hook it up. Let's I, roll. I oh, there's a different in size of that. Oh. oh my gosh! So, uh, <laughs> and there are a lot of people out there that are doing uh, living and podcasting and blogging and making and a living, making a living, going from park to park. And look, I some of the campgrounds that I saw in New Mexico in the mountains while we were up there. Yeah, I thought, man, I'd park my camper there in a heartbeat. Right, because there are some there's some fine stuff. And some beautiful places in this country that I would love to spend a couple of days at drinking coffee. Four, five, six hundred bucks a month. You know, you rent the spot. Our spot was six dollars a day for camping. Yeah. Now we didn't have water and sewer and all that and electric where we were, but I mean, you can it it can be inexpensive. Yeah, and then you get the monthly rates for you know the RV stuff. You get the monthly rates and. Join one of the clubs, one of the travel clubs, or you go to, you know, there's a series of campgrounds that are owned by the same company. Um, And if you got little kids or grandkids, you could go to the Yogi Bear uh, campgrounds, which are, man, they're just made for families with kids and campers. Yeah. Yeah. You say, oh, my God, but, oh hey, guess what? Gosh. It is. I know. It's you might future. as well just get Yogi Bear tattooed on Disney no, and all I'm that stuff. Tra- what was it? No that tattoos. You, what was it you said? Uh, somebody said that they heard uh, Baby Shark was coming to Austin Live, and you went, oh, my God. I said, hey, dude. Yeah. 
my granddaughter is ready for baby shark live baby shark live go go a florida woman has warned parents to, to protect their children speaking of children after an iguana hunter shot her pool maintenance technician <laughs> we are covering the iguana hunters coming up next <laughs> are in we our, yes in the uh peter report oh my gosh. i did not hear about well the, well i love you know what if i had an rv i'd go down to florida and spend some time down there uh because i love the idea of uh what we're going to talk about in the next segment, the iguana hunting, but the the snakes and the iguana, the exotics, the, they're all ending up down there. Yeah, but I wouldn't go to Florida right now. I'd go there in like January, right? Isn't that the best time to go down there? Because it's like 70 still. Oh, yeah. And it's not 12 degrees outside. It's not freezing. So you have to figure out. And right out, now I think there's just like a hurricane going over there. Yeah, that's not. It is that season maybe but you do have to uh you have to figure out those seasons to follow you know like in texas july and august you need to be in colorado or new mexico if you're rving (laughs) right yeah uh and then you know so you got like january february you're in florida uh then you come to texas (laughs) yeah you just have this like trail yeah then you come to texas and you stay here till June, July, August, you're up in Colorado, New Mexico. You know, then you come back to Texas. You know what? Until you elk pro- season, then you go back up to Colorado or New Mexico. Uh, sure. <laughs> but then you got to get out of there when the snow starts hitting. Cause yeah, you then don't you got to be- come back down to Texas. Yeah. So it's basically, it's basically Florida for two months, then in between Colorado and Texas, back and forth, uh, three times. And that should be your route. Those Shriner Bob, who lived down the street from us, right, for all those years, he uh, he used to, he bought an RV and parked it down in Rockport. Remember that? He, yeah, yeah, he yeah. Just, he just bought a used an old used RV from one of his army buddies, right? And he leased a spot down there for like sixty dollars a month, which I don't know that you could even do that. Nah, I don't now, think but, that's but some kind of monthly right. fee. Right, and maybe six hundred a month, and he kept it down there, and and he'd go down there, and he'd open it up, and he'd go fishing, and hang out down in Rockport, and then he'd close it back up and come back up here, and he said, "I've got Bayside real estate, <laughs> yeah, the best Bayside real estate that you could possibly get. I think it was in like Port Lavaca or someplace, just right on the water, right, and uh, and he said, and I don't pay property taxes." Uh, I don't have all the hassles. Said when I want to use it, I go down there, I plug it in, and and hook up the hose. Yeah, I thought that was brilliant. You do got a little bit of maintenance on those things, though. It's not an appreciating asset if you want to look at it. So you have to understand that it's like buying a boat. You don't buy it for the investment of the financial investment. Just know that going into it. McBride's guns. With the way society, now that's is, an investment. A, a gun is an investment. That's right. That's right. That Come is on. an appreciating asset. The way uh, society is pounding on our gun rights, our rights to own guns, it's imperative to support our local shops, the one we trust with our constitutional rights, McBride's Guns. They are an Austin family-owned and operated full 
service firearm dealer looking for a youth model shotgun looking for your personal carry mcbride's guns has a gunsmith right there on site to fix repair modify your firearms you'll find mcbride's in the same place it's been for years right there at the corner of 30th and lamar you can give them a call 512-472-3532 or check them out online at mcbridesguns.com mcbride's guns our hometown gun shop up next we got your peter report we'll talk iguanas you get only one place right here it's your favorite outdoor show the outdoor zone.com Foxworthy, and you're listening to two of my favorite rednecks, TJ and Cody, on the Outdoor Zone. All right, welcome back. Regulators. Us regulators, you regulators, here on the Outdoor Zone. Here's a notice to the antis and the terrorists. Us bunkhouse boys and you are regulators. We don't give in to you anti-gun crowd, PETA terrorist, or the Taliban. It's how we roll here in the bunkhouse. Keep informed by riding the trail with us all week long online at theoutdoorzone.com. Austin's hottest new restaurant. Hey, today, go check out their uh, amazing uh, Saturday, Sunday um, br- uh, lunch, brunch, brunch, brunch buffets. Brunch. The Shore Raw Bar and Grill. Shore Raw Bar and Grill. They have a really cool selection of oysters with Dollar Gulf Oyster specials served starting at 5 o'clock on Monday. They have a happy hour, $3 off all appetizers and drink specials during the week. They have a wonderful house-made bruschetta bread and uh, poor boys bread direct from New Orleans. Go visit my buddy Rick Wahlberg over there. Him and Jim, uh, his partner Jim Schneider, invite you to join them at the shore. They're located on Highway 71 just west uh, at the Covered Bridge, just west of the Wyan Oak Hill. The Shore Raw Bar and Grill. You can check them out at shoreatx.com, shoreatx.com for details. Shore Raw Bar and Grill. Go get you some. Now it's time for this week's PETA report. <laughs> They are anti-hunting, anti-fishing, anti-meat, anti-you and your family's outdoor heritage. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's PETA Report, because we love animals too. They taste great. Okay, this kind of works into the comment you were going to mention about the pool guy getting shot while fetching an iguana. Iguanas rampant in South Florida. Florida Wildlife Control website says homeowners are encouraged to humanely kill green iguanas on their property where, whenever possible. Iguanas are not protected except by anti-cruelty laws and no license is needed to kill them. If the commission insists on the slaughter, and this is a letter from PETA to the Florida Commission, um, Wildlife Commission, 
If the commission insists on the slaughter of green iguanas and pythons by largely inexperienced and untrained members of the public, it has an ethical duty to inform them of the unique psychology of reptiles that requires immediate destruction of their brain in order to avoid prolonged survival and suffering, the PETA letter said. A a spokesperson for Florida Wildlife Commission said, Earlier this month, that people can't violate anti-cruelty laws when killing iguanas, but since they aren't any, uh, are, since there aren't any additional regulations related to iguana removal, there isn't anything else for us to comment on further. We suggest people wanting to remove iguanas seek guidance from legal resources and/or scientific literature. Well, we can give them some scientific information about that. I mean, geez, William Kerr, an associate professor in the entomology and pneumatology department at UF's Fort Lauderdale Research and Education Center, recommend homeowners hire a professional licensed trapper because humanely killing an iguana can be tricky. A UF study last year for FWC tested different live traps for iguanas and whether trapping was more effective than catching by hand using a lasso or other manual device. <laughs> I like it even more. In three months... You just, must lasso the iguanas. In three months, just 38 iguanas were caught using traps, while more than 800 were caught by hand. The methods used to kill them comply, complied with American Veterinary Medicine Association guidelines for the euthanasia of animals those included gunshot captive bolt pistol cerebral allergic electrocution and blunt force trauma iguanas cannot be drowned frozen or decapitated a reptile's brain can remain active following decapitation <clears throat> a florida woman warned parents to protect their children after iguana shot her paint pool maintenance technician so basically, I guess, combining your story and this story, uh, th- this is the season to hunt iguanas. And, and the reason they do it, one, is because they're, a, I mean, they are, they're rampant. Everywhere. They've taken, ev- taken over everything. They're I mean, they're like small children. They're like, they're like rats in New York or something, I guess, you know? And so, uh, they're boas in Florida. Yeah, and so there, you got boas and you got iguanas taking over Florida. That's a that's a bird. Um, but they're wild in Florida too. Birds have gone crazy in Florida. <laughs> so they're everywhere. They hunt them with the our buddy Mullet Man has done it down in the uh, down in the Bahamas or something. But they they hunt them with pellet guns, and I guess. The neighbor shot the, and and it keeps quoting throughout this article, the lady's pool guy, pool guy, pool guy. And it's all quoted pool guy throughout the Juan. article. Never once no, names him, never says that he yeah, stands at six man. foot three inches tall, <laughs> dark tan, never wears a shirt. So one of the suggested but they, ways. But it quotes, it, I just thought that was funny. That this news story throughout the story never <laughs> quotes who got shot. It just says pool guy, quote unquote, every single time it talks about it. One of the uh, 
being a pool guy is dangerous. It could be, you could slip and on some, uh, water. Yeah. Some 50 <laughs> SPF and fall. Uh, yes. I mean, come on. Dogs, uh, dogs one in of the, the backyard. One of the, the ways that they talk about that you can Completely euthanize, eachy. euthanize iguanas in that article from, and, uh, it's a mixture between PETA and the Florida Wildlife Commission. One of the ways that they say that you can euthanize them is you can stick them in a big ice chest with a chunk of dry ice. Oh, no. And the dry ice will suck the oxygen out of the... That's a terrible... Dry... I thought so, too. That's terrible. That's suffocating them. Yeah, that's miserable. I think, that's... You, just, I think you just chop off their head... Immediately, like chickens. Hey, yeah. Oh, and or you just pop them in. You just insert a small lead tablet in their cranium, and voila! Bada boom, bada bang. I mean, start the feast. Start the barbecue, Raphael. Uh, <laughs> we are having iguana tail. I I was uh, watching uh, the movie last night, um, Starsky and Hutch. Oh my goodness! It's the remake. And yes. uh, I don't know how I got on it. I was like knitting socks or something. What? And uh, and <laughs> I was watching it, and they have this one big iguana on there where they accidentally rip his tail off, shoot oh. his tail off. Oh my gosh! And and then I, of course, you know, the whole time I'm doing show prep, and I see this article <laughs> in there, and I'm thinking, man, and, and I bet you there's some meat on these iguana tails. Yeah, that's what they eat. Yeah, watch the mullet man. You know we've had him on here. He's a YouTube Phenom. guy from from Texas, and yeah, they go up and do uh, an iguana harvest and uh, what do they call it? Kill, cook, and kill, clean, and cook. So catch, clean, and cook. Catch, clean, cook. That's what they call it. Well, I love I love the idea. I I, I just it's time to go to Florida. And do some boa hunting I want and no iguana hunting. I'll do iguana. I want no part I'm, of I'm okay boa. with doing it. I just want to go do it because it is such a thing. Yeah. And uh, and it'd be even better if there was like some kind of kill it and cook it element to it. We need to just get with Mullet Man and say, hey, let's go back down there, dude. At least three Missouri counties say the U.S. Forest Service is going too far in its proposal to ban feral hog hunting in the Mark Twain National Forest. Commissioners in St. Geneve and Howell counties have proposed resolutions opposing the Forest Service plan. The Forest Service is proposing to follow the lead of the Missouri Department of Conservation, which banned feral hog hunting on its land out of concern that hunters scatter hogs while killing only a few. The MDC is focused on trapping and killing whole groups of feral hogs with baited traps. What do you think about that? So I we've been following that for a long time, right? right? And their theory is that if you start shooting at them, they're just going to spread. Right. And they want to keep it nice and quiet. And they are trapping them. And I'm, I'm of the, uh, I'm okay. So do that for a while. 
and let's see if that really works. Right. It's a, it's different. Right. You know, but I I guess trapping it, works, but they get smart to traps too. They really do. These have got it. These are not. I'm sure not the little box traps. These have got to be the big ones, like uh, like our buddies at uh, uh, that hog ministry. Well, these are hogs for a cause, man. They build these yeah. big round pens, and and the hogs go in and out, in and out, in and out, and finally they go in and they just have a, a remote and they just go chink, right? And they get a hundred of them, yeah, forty of them. But but forty, and you do that once a month. I mean, I feel like you get a couple of. I mean, shoot, we've 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 killed eight, ten, twelve, fifteen a night. Well, I know we killed six in w- one week. of new hunters one, never never shot a gun before. Hunters, yeah. yeah. So I don't know. Oh, somebody just somebody just texted in and they. Said iguana, also known as bamboo chicken in Belize Islands. <laughs> yeah, see, it's a big deal. It's not a bad eat at all. I'll tell you what else isn't bad is Sun Auto Service. At some point, everyone needs to have their vehicle repaired, and it can be hard to find the mechanic you can trust. But we use our friends at Sun Auto Service right here in the bunkhouse. Sun Auto Service, a family owned and operated repair and maintenance company since 1978. They hire all ASE certified technicians. Each and every person Sun Auto works hard to demonstrate that they take pride in taking care of your vehicle, whether it's maintenance, scheduled maintenance, or major repairs. Follow them on Facebook for great maintenance tips and specials every single week. SunAutoService.com, 405 West Slaughter Lane, 1300 Medical Parkway in Cedar Park, 1403 Rivery Boulevard in Georgetown, and Lakeway. At 1206 Ranch Road 620. Coming up next. Oh, yes? No, I was just going to say, yeah, coming up next, we got... uh, Oh, I do want to hit on that rat poison they're dumping on the islands. Oh, my gosh. And, uh, you know, trying to find ways to get rid of these invasive species. We also got the Armed Citizen Report and more. Only on the Outdoor Zone, live in the Outdoor Zone radio network, live in the bunkhouse. Every Sunday morning, Saturday 7 to 9 or 24 7 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. Hello, I'm Forrest Dale Wood, and you're listening to the Outdoor Zone. Fish on. It's finally here. Today's the day I had a 12 point buck 50 yards away. But I got a different kind of hunting on my mind. I got, got my, my baby, baby up in my deer blind. All right, welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. Track us all week at theoutdoorzone.com or the Outdoor Zone on your social media. Thank you, regulators, for being tuned in. Hey, I drive a Dodge Ram 2500. Man, I love that truck. Um, the 2019 Motor Trend Truck of the Year is the 2019 Ram 1500. And you can get all the Ram 1500s, 2500s at Nile Maxwell Supercenter. The tw- Ram 
2019 Ram 1500 has better performance, more efficiency, new technology, and more than 100 safety features. And if you like to travel or spend a day at the lake, this truck is perfect for you. It can tow more than 12,500 pounds and has a ton of storage space. Now Maxwell Supercenter is holding its biggest sales yet. They've knocked thousands of dollars off tons of cars in their lot, and there's more coming every day. If that wasn't enough, you have Niall Maxwell's personal promise, that same promise he's been making for over 30 years to beat any competitor's price in Central Texas. Just bring us their signed buyer's order and they will beat it. Uh, Let's see. The Supercenter size selection and savings at the number one Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram sales leader in Central Texas, Niall Maxwell Supercenter, 620 and 183 in Austin, or visit them online. And now Maxwell Supercenter.com. Now it's time for this week's Armed Citizens Report. Today, legal firearm owners are protecting themselves and their families across the nation. These acts of courage and valor are seldom reported throughout the liberal media. The Outdoor Zone wants you to know the truth. This is the Armed Citizens Report for the week. All right, so we know there's a lot of guys out there setting up, guys and gals out there setting up for church, getting the parking lot ready, getting the, uh, getting a coffee made, and, and everybody's getting ready for church this morning. Well, here's a Tampa pastor held a suspect intruder at gunpoint while he waited for police to arrive. Police said Miguel, Miguel or... Otero Riviera set off the alarm system at the Seminole Heights Baptist Church shortly before 1 a.m. Riviera had allegedly broke through a window, then broke several other windows and door frames while inside of the building, causing several thousands of dollars worth of damage, according to church pastor Brandon Brant Adams. A window is boarded up after the suspect bur- burglary in Tampa, Florida. In the photos that we saw, Showing where he broke in, the alarm company alerted Adams, who arrived at the scene and held the intruder at gunpoint until law enforcement was able to arrive. Uh, I like that. I like a pastor that's packing. (laughs) I like a pastor that's carrying, and he's not afraid to carry. Yeah. A lot of of, uh, pastors that I know uh, are hunters and fishermen and— yeah. Yeah, not scared of that. I, stuff. I think I think if you have a politician or a pastor that hunts and fishes, you probably can trust them better. Yeah, really that would make sense. That would make sense. It uh, only, I mean, I mean, you know what their core values are, right? Well, they just have a different mindset, you know. Right. If they're if they're if they've got a couple of guns in the in the gun case and if they got a little bit of time out in the in the bow stand or a little bit of time fishing a frog across <laughs> the lily pads their conversations with god just a little bit better than a pastor who doesn't <laughs> <laughs> speaking of in pennsylvania they're allowing uh they you know i've never allowed you to hunt on sundays but now they're allowing, uh, they're loosening the reins on Sundays uh, for three specific days. Uh, I think one day in rifle season, uh, one day in archery season, 
and another day to be specified by the game commission. So they're allowing you to take off church. So there's there's three <clears throat> particular days that uh, a pastor can expect low attendance from his church. Well, and I, you know what? I wrote an article, a, a, a editorial on this a couple of years ago. I actually posted it on John Eldridge's website and got a bunch of comments on it. And the, the whole premise of the the um, of the editorial was that we're allowed certain things. I mean, come on. If we miss a Sunday every once in a while because we're because of logical, reasonable circumstances, what my deal was is that it's not healthy, period, to skip church every Sunday and just go to the deer lease and be away from your family every weekend during deer season. Now, in some of those places up there, they well, only have they only have on what one you got week. going during your, during the week. Yeah, maybe so. What maybe if you so. work? What if you work from home with your family during the week, five days a week? Well, I guess you just got to know in your heart whether or not you're supposed <laughs> to be gone every weekend or not. I know too many guys providing that food. bail that bail on their families far too often on the weekends because they're going to the deer lease or they're going to do stuff with the guys. So. Um, but up north, some of these folks, I mean, they only have two weekends. Right. That is deer season, not like us, where we have four months. Right. And so I love that they're giving the guys a little bit of leverage. Uh, you know, uh, I, I think a pastor probably, uh, I, I think Just you close could, church down those three Sundays. Well, they used to, they used to close school down on opening day. Yeah, a deer season, which I and think they still was, do they in a lot of little towns. They town. should. It they is a do. historic national holiday. I mean, you didn't ever go to school on your birthday, or in, I mean, there was days. I mean, I where, barely even went to school. I know. You That's know, because I was crazy, and I I is I is just as educated as anybody. The, <laughs> the U.S. wants to start dumping rat poison on these islands. It will help the birds, scientists say. About 27 miles west of San Francisco, the Farallon, Farallon Islands host a plethora of wildlife, including some of the largest seabird population, five kinds of marine mammals, and rare species. Wait, where is this? Like the Fallon Arboreum Salamander. This is... Outside, outside of San Francisco. And they they want to fly over and dump rat poison. But they're also home to another animal scientists My are gosh. scientists are proposing to get rid of mice. The rodents were introduced to the island nearly 200 years ago and have since led to long-term ecological damage, according to a report presented to the California Coastal Commission by U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service. Their numbers on the island are among the highest recorded on any other island in the world, the service said. So scientists want to throw nearly 3,000 pounds of rodent bait, broad Ficum 25D, a poison, to completely eradicate the mice. Sounds brutal, but the rodents' eradication will help restore other animal populations, including native seabirds, amphibians, and plants, scientists say. The damage, the damage that's been done, the rats were introduced alongside rabbits and cats, the report states, which damaged vegetation and bird populations and were removed in the early 1970s. 
The mice that have remained are food to migratory burrowing owls, which switch to preying on rare ash storm petrels when mice aren't available. And the mice themselves eat endemic species and complete and compete with other wildlife that's native to the island. The so mice have been found eating baby birds during seabird breeding season. Oh my gosh! So the, it's just another deal where they're chasing the same thing. You know, they're chasing the uh, fix this with this, and then fix this with this. What they're going to do? What they don't realize? You're going to dump rat poison all over this island, and. It's going to kill the ant that used to do this, that attracted this bird, that did, you know, they grew need this to, plant. They need to put some iguanas and some boas on those islands. They just need to freaking let nature be nature. Or. And or, send and put a bunch of sticky traps out all over the island. And or let a <laughs> bunch of boys go with red riders. Yeah. And just every weekend have a different group of boys out there with red riders. There you go. Bada boom, bada bing. Rat. Problem solved. Mice problem resolved. That's right. Two week, two week mice the- hunting camp. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Right? Once a year. We'll get we'll get Daisy. Solves the problem. We'll get Daisy to sponsor it. We'll get uh some charcoal company and grill company, you know, Char Grill or somebody to sponsor it. We'll we'll skin them and cook them up just for fun. Or Traeger, which they sell at Archery Country. Hey! Uh, one of the fastest growing sports in the country is archery. In Central Texas, there's only one true archery shop. That's our friends over there at Archery Country. Yes, they have the Traeger grills, the new pellet style, barbecuing, smoking, All everything. The rage. That's the the way I'm going. Traeger Grills at Archery Country. Whether you're an avid bow hunter chasing elk, whitetail, bear game, or just shooting targets all over the world, Archery Country is the place to get all of your gear. 8121 Research Boulevard. They're closed Sunday and Monday, but open back up on Tuesdays. Go see our friends. The only true archery bow shop in Central Texas, AustinArcheryCountry.com. We'll wrap this thing up. Coming up next, it's the number one outdoor radio show in Texas. You get it all in one place right here, theoutdoorzone.com. Hey, American Blood Brothers, this is Ted Nugent on the Outdoor Zone, live from the bunkhouse with my blood brother, TJ. Whack them and stack them, would you? Welcome back. If you're like me, you're always looking for the best. Where's the best vacation spot, the best food in town? Heck, we even have best friends. So why not drive the best? Well, you can in a new Honda. For style and sophistication, dread the 2019 Honda Accord LX, one of car and driver's 10 best. It features a push start button. A heads-up display, and of course, my favorite, Honda Sensing. Honda suite of safety and driver-assisted features like lane assist, collision detection, and road departure. Or if you want more out of your midsize SUV, there's the 2019 Honda Pilot, named the 2019 Best Buy of the Year among midsize SUVs. According to Kelly Blue Book's KBB.com, standard with Honda Sensing, a suite of safety and driver-assisted fe- driver features. 
So if Envy drives you, drive a Honda and test drive the perfect Honda today from your Central Texas Honda dealers. All right, welcome back. Hey, I was looking. Um, there's a little bit of outrage after Trump um, released the Gray Wolf or I guess his Interior Department's proposal to remove the gray wolf from the endangered species list. Gray wolves across the country could be one step closer to losing federal protections under Endangered Species Act. They've been under a 50-year recovery program, and efforts show they have recovered a large, substantial amount, though 6,000 wolves in the lower 48 states... Uh, that's 15% of their historic range, occupy less than 15% of their historic range. So my thought on this deal is, I mean, we occupy 190% more than we did when they put them on the endangered species list, right? I mean, we just continue to expand and grow, so we don't have the same... Land, so there's got to be a fig configuration there. Well, my where it separates, you know, if they cover 15%, well, that's more like 60% of what it used to be because now we've confined them to these smaller areas because we keep growing and expanding, right? My, my deal with this has always been, almost always been, let the guys doing the science behind this. The guys with Parks and Wildlife? Well, there's more than 100 scientists that sent a letter in rebuking the proposal to remove. I, well, you can get a group of people to sign any letter. I mean, <laughs> right. PETA can send it out, and all of a sudden, you know, they've got whatever. Right. But but I want to hear from the guys, the federal guys who are running. On the ground. On the ground that are doing the land management stuff. Uh, don't just send me... You know, recently there was some, somebody was freaking out about something that was happening. Some anti-group was freaking out about some activity somewhere. And they got like this huge influx of emails saying, please don't do that. Please don't do that. And it was all, all the emails were not even from any of the locals. They were all from out of in California or something like that. And so that's, that's a huge game in a lot of ways. Well, uh, but, and it and it shows in the, like the signs that they have where there's uh, they have a they have a big protest going on about these gray wolves. Uh, there's four women standing here, and their major protest, um, big deal. These four women, I mean, right. making and an they're, impact. And, they're, and, and they have a husky dog standing next to them. So How funny is that? Did Trump, you know Trump's plan? It says on their sign. Shoot more wolves, trap more wolves, poison more wolves. That's not his plan, you moron. Okay. Rah! So I was in, when I was in New Mexico, I read an article about Mexican wolves that are uh, coming up. Their populations are expanding. See? And they go from Mexico up through South Texas yep. into Central Texas and up into Arizona. Yeah. I love so it. we could you could actually see... A Mexican wolf, a wild Mexican wolf, on your deer in your deer stand. If you're, yeah, I hope he's Central not Texas in my deer death, stand. Or, or uh, front <laughs> while you're in your deer stand, you may see one wander through, or your neighborhood. Yeah. 
Come on. Eating cats, baby. Woo! Yeah! Hey, don't forget David Costner's big party, August 3rd, uh, Memorial Celebration of Life, 1 p.m. Bucks Backyard, August 3rd, plus his uh, fishing tournament, big bass tournament on LBJ, Lake LBJ, September 7th. This week's Bible verse comes from Galatians 5.1. So Christ has truly set us free. Now make sure that you stay free and don't get tied up again in slavery to the law. Live it, love it, learn it. I'm Cody Ryan. See you same place, same time next week. All right, folks, we're headed out to church. We want to encourage you, go find a good Bible-based church in your community somewhere. This week, grab a kid, get them off the couch, take them for a walk in the park, show them the birds, the trees, heck, take them hunting, take them fishing. We don't care what it is, as long as you get them into the great outdoor zone. Hey, if you're a guy and you want to get a get involved in the outdoors, start a hunting and fishing ministry in your church. That's right, a hunting and fishing ministry in your church. It's a men's ministry program that you can get kicked off and go rescue the fatherless boys and the fathers and sons in your church and community. Go to kidsoutdoorzone.com for more information. Kidsoutdoorzone.com, a hunting and fishing ministry for your church. Pretty darn cool. All right, that's it. I'm TJ Graney. That's Cody Ryan for Beefsteak, Road Rash, and the rest of our team. You regulators are what make us get, or why we get up on Sunday mornings and talk hunting and fishing. Uh, Thank you for joining us. We're headed to church. That's it. Regulators, mount up. He used to send me pictures of the Broadway nights, and I'd send him some homemade wine. But he was killed by a man with a switchblade knife For $43 my friend lost his life I'd love to spit some beach nut in that dude's eyes And shoot him with my old 45 Cause a country boy can survive Country folks can survive California and South Alabama and little towns all around this land. We can skin a buck and run a truck line and a country boy can survive.